Good morning, Metroplex. Hump Day edition. Hump Day. Rolling along here with RJ Choppy Sick. I'm Sean Treef. We got Bobby Bell, Peyton, and Ryan live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Thank you for turning it on, leaving it on, and hitting us up on the truckwreck.com text line. Todd McShay with his very latest mock draft. And at number one, he has a trade at the very top. He has the Indianapolis Colts. Moving up from four to one. Do you understand it now, Texans fans? Is it sinking into all y'all? All y'all all y'all not comprehending the end of the regular season? Why that was so stupid in terms of what happened when you could have controlled your own fate even more? Instead, now you got to watch everything above you take place or you got to give up some very important draft capital to try to get your quarterback. Now, maybe... Their quarterback falls to them at number two anyway. Maybe C.J. Stroud is number one on their board, but McShay has the Colts moving up to number one to select Bryce Young for their new head coach, Shane Steichen. And if you follow the script, this is what Jim Mercer possibly gave away yesterday at the Colts presser. We're not hiding. You know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league and how we have to look going forward where, where Shane and Chris really dig into this draft and really see where you're at. Do you stay put? Do you trade up? You know, there, there's many things you can do. Uh, they took Jalen in the second round. So, trade um, back. Yeah, trade back. So um, he likes that'll picks. Be a, that'll be a Twitter freaking quote. <laughs> he, he likes picks. Uh, uh, although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad, I tell you. Um, uh, it'll be it'll be exciting, and I think that shows um, that we have talent here, those games. So we're looking forward um, to Shane really coming in and utilizing that talent. So there's Ursay saying, yeah, trade up and Bryce Young. And that's exactly what Todd McShay has them doing. Is Chris Bauer, the GM, was sitting there like, shut up. Be quiet. No, Jerry. Don't show the Cowboys media the draft board. So that's what happened yesterday at the Steichen presser. But Bryce Young, number one to Indy. Number two, C.J. Stroud to the armpit. Number three, Will Anderson, Alabama linebacker to the Arizona Cardinals, who introduced Jonathan Gannon. The Eagles defensive coordinator that Philly wanted to run out of town. Number four, Jalen Carter, Georgia D tackle to the Bears. A lot of people think he's the best player in the draft. So the Bears would move down and possibly get the best player in the draft. Seattle. Remember, they got a rust pick. At number five, Texas Tech defensive end Tyree Wilson. Sitting there going to Pete Carroll. Lions, Miles Murphy, Clemson D end at six. Vegas, Will Levis, Kentucky quarterback, as yesterday they released Derek Carr. Yeah, Will Levis is, I mean, he's a really intriguing player. The uh, He's raw. The two really raw quarterbacks in this one are going to be Will Levis and Anthony Richardson from Florida. And, I, there, you know, he played well in 2022, but it wasn't quite up to the standard that people wanted. And there was a little bit of inconsistency and things like that. But... Uh, I, I mean, he's a he's a big guy, and and he's an athletic guy for his size. He's six four two thirty, and so uh, he. I mean, he would be an interesting player for them to work with. That's my biggest concern is somebody like Washington gets Will Levis and is able to make it work. All right, number eight, Peter Skaronski. Skaronski, yep, really good player. Number eight to the Falcons, Anthony Richardson, Florida QB, 
to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the traits are off the charts with Anthony Richardson. That that dude is a a physical freak. And so that that's somebody with, you know, who's still got to work on, you know, accuracy and and becoming a a real quarterback and not just a guy with all the traits, but the traits are all there. If you want to take a gamble on it, be my guest. That that's not a bad pick. And then at 10, the Philadelphia Eagles, Clemson defensive tackle as they continue to add up front Brian Breesy. Yeah, and he was I mean he was the former number 1 recruit in the country, I think like 3 years ago, he was the the top recruit. Uh and he he played well last year, but I, I still think there was a little bit of when you look at the course of his career, there's a little bit of an underwhelming trajectory that that didn't quite live up to the billing of man this guy's the number 1 recruit in the country and he's going to be a stud and I think you would have liked to have seen a a more dominant play. Not that he was bad last year. It's just he wasn't he didn't quite play up to the level that I think people were really hoping where he could be in conversation as top three. That's not going to happen now. All right, let's jump around. Uh, TCU, maybe we'll have him in studio. Quentin Johnston mm. goes to the Texans at number 12. Uh, you got some, go ahead, interrupt. Yeah, no, just say, it, just a, 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 he is a really, really good player. I mean, we saw what a difference he made in the second half of the year. That's when they really started that run where they were taking, beating all those ranked teams. Quentin Johnston was arguably the most important player for TCU during that stretch. Made big plays against Michigan. Uh, Big-bodied, really impressive receiver. One question that I have about him that's a little odd is it looks like he struggles to get off press more than he should for such a big dude. At 16, the commanders, according to Todd McShay, would take Devin Witherspoon, Illinois corner. So there's a new pick inside the NFC East. Uh, And then we keep jumping around. Baltimore takes Bajan Robinson, breaking the heart. Uh, Bobby Bell and Brian brought us the Ravens take Robinson at 22 as Mel Kuyper had the Cowboys taking him at 26. Yeah, they got they got their Lamar Jackson replacement. So <laughs> that, that if they're picking him, I guess they're trading All Lamar right. Jackson. All right. Vikings take Jordan Addison. So good. USC receiver at number 23. Uh, Giants take Zay Flowers, Boston College receiver at 25. And then the Dallas Cowboys. On the clock. Bobby, would you like to announce the pick? With the 26th pick in the 2023 NFL, Todd McShay, second mock draft. The Cowboys select Osiris Torrance, guard, Florida. Bobby Belt, tell us about him. No, thanks. Oh. I mean, like, like, look. Have you already watched him? Yeah, I've watched him. He's good. He's really good. And he he is a dominant run blocker. And he is a giant. He's like 6'5", 350. He's huge. And he moves pretty well for his size, but it's for his size. It's still like some of the lateral agility is a question with him. Um, like I said, even though he moves well for how big he is, he's not getting up to the second level faster than, you know, a lot of other guards in the NFL just because of the size advantage. But he's a mauler. And, and you know, he's, he's not bad in pass protection. But I just... I'm fine with where the offensive line is set right now. I, I feel like you've got bigger concerns than the guard. Here's what McShay says. Uh, Torrance has allowed just two sacks over 47 career starts and more than 1,400 pass block snaps. With Connor McGovern's contract expiring, there's a hole on the line, and Torrance is a brick wall against power rushers. He looked great at the Senior Bowl. 
two weeks ago. Cowboys pick may come down to how the board plays out. They might be enticed by Bajan Robinson, given Tony Pollard as a free agent, and Zeke, wide receiver two spot behind Lamb, needs consideration because Gallup did not make much of an impact last year. Depth at corner and edge rush should not be ignored either. I'm intrigued by how the Cowboys approach these next few months and how the board sets up for this pick in April. So that's Todd McShay. And then just to finish on up with notables, the Eagles at 30, another pick in the first round would take, you hear that Jerry? They have two picks in the first round. Uh, Not none till the fourth, like the LA Rams, Uh, the Eagles getting Anton Harrison, Oklahoma offensive tackle. Yeah. He's a, I mean, he's a, he's a really good pass blocker. He's somebody that I'm guessing for them would probably be their right tackle of the future. Uh, with my lot sitting on the left side, but uh, you know, good player. I I don't have any qualms with, with that. I mean, I would have qualms with pick of he's in the division and you know, you'd have to go against him, but I, I think he's good. That's so, so that's one of Broadus's crushes. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He likes him a lot. So how many players have you watched? Oh, I'm like 30 in. I'm and, still behind. And you have to watch how many? I'll get up to, I'll probably get up to 150, 180 maybe. Okay. So how long does it take? Just Behind the scenes, I'm just curious about the tape eval uh, process. So you're you're getting the tape of a player. Uh huh. What is it? How long? How many reps? Uh, I'll I'll generally sit through the whole game. So it's minimum. But it's cut up. It's it's just the it's just that side of the ball. So if I'm watching Anton Harrison, I'm watching Oklahoma's offense against a team. So it can be 30, 40 minutes a game. 30, so, 40 minutes for a game. Yeah. And okay. so I like to watch three over the course of the spring. But, uh, you know, sometimes if I'm short on. So you watch three games of a player, 30 to 40 minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I watch about an hour and a half, of two hours of tape total. And, and you feel good picking apart offensive linemen with technique and leverage and all that crap? Yeah. I like offensive line is one. I feel good about. I feel generally good about my ability on offensive line play, like being able to evaluate that. Um, I've I've felt where I've probably lacked a little, where where I most have my issues are uh, the receivers give me some problems sometimes. And then, uh, I mean, everybody... What's the problem with the receivers? I've just missed. (laughs) That's all. I mean, like I'm looking at, I've missed on a lot of guys that I really liked. And so, uh, like, I mean, receiver's one that has given me issues in the past. And then I, I've been correct on a lot of quarterbacks, but quarterback is always difficult because you don't know how much they're in control versus the coach is in control. You don't know. Uh, a lot of times you're having to project out, like, okay, well, they were only asked to do this at college. Can they do this? There's just so many questions about quarterbacks that make them difficult to project. So how long would it take for me to watch a player and be like, to have a sense of the round like that's a second rounder that's a fourth rounder because to me that seems like a very hard part or do you guys just cheat off each other no 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 we we all come like, down on different like plus. that's definitely a fifth you know that versus that's no doubt first no i think a lot of times we kind of end up in a range like generally we will say that's a first that's a but like the further you get out of the first round and get more to the i think you start looking at 
that's a second or like that's a second third that's a third fourth you end up talking more about like a two round range where you feel they they belong so that's todd mcshay with a guard coming to the dallas cowboys for now at number 26 with mock draft 2.0 on the home of america's team there is a report that luca isn't thinking about going anywhere we'll tell you about it in the final hour of the hump day edition hump day. with sean and bobby on the fan but let me tell you about the eagles nest the place to be in fort worth on boat club road sometimes I just like checking out this menu and some of the unique, awesome, delicious things that they have, like the cheesesteak egg rolls. Are you kidding me? I know it has to do with maybe a little Philly connotation, but I love cheesesteaks. Stuffed with Philly cheesesteak, served with that sweet and spicy sauce. You got the nacho option. How about a ribeye salad? If you want to go ahead and eat a little healthier, but you still got that craving for that awesome steak. They got chili. Frito pie, chili cheese fries, the double eagle dog, and all the different wing options you could think of, including chicken fried. Get yourself to the nest. Order the Sharif sliders, the Eagle's Nest, on Boat Club Road in Fort Worth.